Hello once again, and welcome to Rams Revealed. I'm your host, J.B. Long. A year ago this week, Darius Williams was starting at corner for the Rams in the fourth preseason game of 2019 in Houston against the Texans. And look, that's not always a great indicator for a player's chances of making an NFL roster. But Williams had been so impactful on special teams the year before, had demonstrated this great ball hawking ability during the preseason, and even with a really deep secondary, the Rams did not want to risk putting him through waivers. As it turned out, not only did Williams make the team, he played 12 games for the 2019 Rams, started three of them, and I think saved his best for last in December. So while the depth chart for this week one hasn't yet been released, it's clear to those of us who have observed training camp that Darius Williams is solidly in the rotation at corner along with Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill. So as the Rams get ready to welcome the Cowboys, let's welcome the 27-year-old from Jacksonville, Florida. And Darius, thank you for joining Rams Revealed. How are you? I'm good. You? Uh, so given what I just said there, how do you feel about your job security this week compared to a year ago? being in the mix in that fourth preseason game in Houston before roster cuts? I mean, it's definitely different this year. I think uh, security, I don't really know if that's a, a great word because, you know, you can't ever be too secure. But definitely from last year, especially with all the depth we had, um, definitely a better feeling coming around. Um, I mean, even last year, it was just more so just go play ball, put it on film stuff like that. But I mean, this year, yeah, for sure. Definitely a lot of security. So I want to preview the season ahead, especially your matchup with the Dallas Cowboys. But to fully appreciate the opportunity you have with the 2020 Rams, I think we have to go back in time. How did you end up playing for a D3 school in Ohio as a freshman in college? Uh, got into some some SAT situations, just school situations. Uh, that was basically the only route to go. Um, Got there, it was really easy. I mean, I think I had like six or seven picks and only like 10 games and then just decided to leave. I, that was that was pretty much like a, I didn't really know how football worked as far as walking on anywhere and when your clock started and everything. So that was basically kind of like a survival just to stay, in, stay with football. Basically went there to try to just stay with football. But you wouldn't say that it was reflective of your high school career or the talent, the potential oh, no, 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 not you all. might have. Like you thought you were a Division One player at that stage yeah, of yeah. your career. Yeah. So I was actually being recruited and everybody I was like being recruited by, um, they basically told me like my SAT scores, like I didn't have any SAT scores and then I had to go run and take the SAT. But by then it was pretty much too late. So it was, it was pretty much a done deal. So then you make your way to UAB and eventually had to walk on there. But as I've read, that wasn't a seamless process either, was it, Darius? What can you tell us about that transition? I mean, always knew just who I am and everything, like my whole journey, my whole road is, is like being doubted. So obviously I knew what I was capable of, but obviously you got to walk on. Um, it was actually crazy because I actually tried to walk on, I think that fall, the fall before 14, uh, 14. And I think the coach had told me, the one that was there before had told me that I couldn't. So then when I came back, um, it was a whole new coaching staff and everything in that 2014 with Coach Bill Clark and all of them. And he just allowed me on and took off from there. But then the program shuts down and you opted not to transfer. Instead of you know practicing somewhere else and maybe working your way up a depth chart, you stay at UAB for two years without a game. Do I have that timeline right? Yeah, 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 that's correct. So uh, 
when everything was happening, um, I just, I felt like Coach Clark, he, he had spoke to some of us, some of the guys, and I was one of the guys that, even though I was a walk-on, like I was one of the star players, one of the main players there. And he wanted to stay there so bad. And I know he wanted to stay there and he didn't want to basically have to tell a whole brand new team, like how he worked. So he wanted to keep some of the old guys there. And uh, I mean, I didn't really want to go to a third school. So I just decided to stay there with him. Before we get to that 2017 season, which was special, remind me because I know Gerald Everett was at UAB in 2014 as well. Did you overlap? Did you get to know him at all during that window? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew, yeah, me and G was boys. Yeah, yeah, I knew G pretty, pretty tight. We all, we all knew G like, we all knew he was a freak when he came in too. So not to spoil the ending to this story, but like, do you think if I had told the two of you back in 2014 that you'd be playing for the same NFL team someday, would that have blown your mind? Man, what? We, we probably definitely wouldn't have saw it coming. <laughs> um, but you do finish your college career as Pro Football Focus's uh, first team All-American at corner. And for the benefit of our audience, I want to read some other names off that defensive roster to put this in context, okay? Nick Bosa, Ohio State, second overall pick. Denzel Ward, Ohio State, fourth pick. Roquan Smith, Georgia, number eight overall. Derwin James, Florida State, 17th overall. But somehow, Darius Williams went undrafted. How do you figure that? I mean, I, I pretty much knew kind of what it was. Uh, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I just knew, you know, everything. I, I live uh, my life really through faith, through God. And I just knew the the time would come and he was going to give me an opportunity to go to the NFL. So it really didn't matter if I got drafted, but didn't get drafted. I knew it was another shot. But when I look at your pro day, I mean, your 40, your vertical, your three cone, those all would have been top, top, top 10 at your position at the combine. Do you think it was just a, a doubt about UAB's program or Conference USA's level of football? Um, I mean, that probably, that probably, was a factor and then coming then again it was kind of like a one-year thing mm -hmm. um 14 I I played started probably like six games but you know what I'm saying I only think I only had like one pick so then coming this 2017 season kind of blew up and I was probably jumping jumping other guys but probably a high risk high reward a lower risk, you know what I'm saying yeah. so that's a good explanation. Yeah, small sample size, maybe relative to your peers, but uh, Baltimore was willing to take a chance on you. You signed with them uh, and make the team out of camp, make your NFL debut, but you're waived in early October of that rookie season. What do you remember feeling at that moment? Um, I mean, it was, it was, I won't say it was too emotional. I never get too high, I never get too low. Um, I just knew the situation I was in and then, and being over there, it was kind of, uh, it was probably going to be another process, a whole another year for me to show what I could do. Um, so, I mean, being released, it was, it was kind of like a new door opened up and it was kind of like from there, I could, I can kind of get my legs back under me and go show somebody else like what I could do. Um, but once again, I never got like too high or too low on it. Well, fortunately for the Rams, they were able to claim you uh, later that week. And since then, you've been a really valuable member on special teams. Uh, but your first start on defense actually occurred in Atlanta last season, a game that concluded with you recovering a muff punt for a touchdown. How big of a milestone in your career was that? I mean, that was pretty big, pretty special, too. Um, I mean, 
a lot of people's first starts, you know, I can't I can't really talk about it. But mine, I mean, seeing Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan, um, all extremely talented people. Um, it was it was like this is the time. Like this is this is what it's all about right here. Hmm. But then uh, going down there, recovering a, a fumble and then it's on at the end of the game. I mean, felt pretty good, too. But then Jalen Ramsey kind of gets in the mix in the starting lineup. And it's not until week 15 at Dallas that you get a chance to step in again, this time for Troy Hill and effectively finish the year as the Rams starter opposite of Jalen. And here's what I want our audience to remember, Darius. You had an interception in the final three games of last season. I think you know where I'm going with this. There was one in the first quarter at Dallas that was taken away by a phantom pass interference, wasn't there? Right. Yeah. I mean... I told the ref that too. I told, I told him the only reason he called the PI is because he didn't know who I was. <laughs> yeah, you're going against Tavon Austin, a, a former right. Ram, and um, it seems like you're the kind of guy that didn't wonder, man, was that my chance? Like, will I ever get another one again? But you did. You got Jimmy G in week 16 at San Francisco. You got Kyler in week 17 at home. How much confidence did that give you going into this offseason knowing, hey, I belong in the NFL and I'm going to be part of the Rams plan in 2020? I mean, it was big. I mean, it's, it's, it's even better, you know, when you line up with people like Jalen who can make plays. And that's how I got my first pick with him making plays. Um, and then just the confidence of, of really our coaches. Our coaches did a really good job um, as far as like AP and E and all of them. They, they did a really good job putting confidence in you, uh, confidence in the, in the game plan, everything to go out there and make plays. And I think that's what was really, really, really big for me. Well, I'm psyched for this week one matchup for so many reasons as we turn our attention to the year ahead. Perhaps the biggest is that it's Brandon Staley's new Rams defense up against what I think could be the most talented offense in the league. The Cowboys are stacked, as you know, especially at receiver. What challenges do Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and now CeeDee Lamb present? I mean, all them guys are, I mean, even CeeDee, even though he hasn't touched the field, I mean, the hype everything where he came from. I mean, all those guys are talented. All those guys are big time players. Amari Cooper, always a threat. Michael Gallup, deep time threat or deep threat. And then CeeDee Lamb, you got a new rookie, crisp route runner, sharp hands. I mean, hey, so that's what it's about right here. Then again, we got Jalen, we got Troy, AD. So we got some dogs Right, yeah, we got some dogs on our side. I mean, exactly. Uh, so with you, Troy, Jalen, some young, versatile safeties, like on the other side of the equation, like how high is the ceiling for the 2020 Rams secondary? I mean, I think it's – we got we have some big-time players. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was more than two pro bowlers on our defense or, you know, top 100, whatever you want to say, maybe all pros. Right. How about the role specifically that, that you're playing? Because uh, without Mikel Roby Coleman in the slot, I know a lot of the question was, okay, who's going to step in there and, and take on the two-way goes and whatnot? Where are you more comfortable, outside, inside? What, what do you prefer? I mean, I'm more comfortable outside. I like just narrowing it down. You know, in the slot, it's a whole different game. Um, outside, it's just you got to beat me, basically. Um, and that's, that's what I love. That's where I fit in. Hmm. How about Troy Hill and the the way he's cut? You know, do you think he's ready to take on that task? Oh yeah, Troy. Troy is a dog, and Troy he he's he's built for it. Inside, outside, 
I mean, all our guys can really play inside outside. You can put Jalen inside outside, you can put D Long inside outside. I mean, all our guards are built for it. But I mean, Troy especially. Troy, he's a vet in the league, smart guy. Well, back to the Cowboys for one more question. And it's interesting to me how this series has whiplash just in like the 2019 calendar year. You remember the way the Rams trampled the Cowboys in that divisional game on your way to an NFC title. But then last December in Arlington, man, Dallas returned the favor, uh, imposing their will uh, in what was, I think, a massive disappointment for the Rams. As you move into next week in your game prep, will that be top of mind for you and your teammates if it isn't already? Can you say that again? Yeah, sure. As you move into next week and your game prep, will that loss last December be top of mind for you and your teammates if it isn't already? I mean, I hope not. Not for me, for sure. Um, but I mean, I hope every every game is a new game, um, especially when you like in our division, we play all some of these best teams twice a year. So you can't really think about what happened in the last game or, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I don't I don't I hope it doesn't sit in anybody's back of their mind. We know what we got to do. We got to stop 21 and stop the pass game. Hmm. What do you think of SoFi Stadium and will it help having been in there a couple of times to take your pictures and make your memories before you have to lock in and take on the Cowboys? I mean, it says the best, probably the best stadium in football. That thing is ridiculous. Do you think it will be a distraction for opponents? Um, I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> advantages, advantages. I hope so. But I mean, it, it, the thing is, it's gorgeous. Well, Darius, before we let you go, we'd love to uh, just know a little bit more about the person and uh, what's important to you away from the football field. I imagine uh, an NFL player who has a private Instagram account is a little bit different than some of your peers. Would you say you're, you're an introverted private person? How would you describe yourself? I am. I'm introverted. I'm probably the most introverted person on the team, to be honest. Um, I just, I keep a lot to myself. I keep pretty much all my business to myself. Um, and that's just how I, that's just how I've been, to be honest. Any hidden talents? Any hidden talents? I just, I just, hey, look, I just need to make it to the celebrity all-star basketball game. Really? NBA celebrity all-star basketball game. Okay. So you're a baller. What's your strength on the hardwood? Are you a three-point shooter? Are you a slasher? Are you a creator? I'm like a little, like a little Dame, like a little Damian Lillard. All right. So when you get your next pick, it's Dame time for Darius Williams. I Dame like that. Dame time. Um, just taking a stab at this one. Feel free to pass if you're not comfortable with it, but I'd love to know who the most influential people are in your life. And I couldn't help but notice um, your bio heading has RIP little bro. If that's a story you're willing to share with us so that we can know a little bit more about what drives you, I would love to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really driven, like I said, by my faith. Um, I think everything I do is, is to try to glorify God. Um, that's, that's why I'm on this stage here. Um, I think my family, my mom, my dad, my brother, obviously taking care of them, taking care of my loved ones. And then, yeah, I had, uh, I was known him for forever. Um, he had passed away in a car crash. Uh, 2018, I had just sent them to the Super Bowl, really. And then two weeks later, he was gone. So that's another reason I played for him. I mean, we always talked about basically in high school, middle school, uh, making it to the NFL. And that's all he kept talking about. That's all he kept talking about. 
So yeah, those three things. And was this a biological brother, Darius, or just a friend who you can see? Nah, yeah, it was just somebody that I, I grew up with for a long time. Mm. And his name? Uh, it was Matt Watson. Gotcha. So is he someone who's in your thoughts as you take the field for an NFL? Man, every time, every time, every time. Well, we love your story, and we sure do appreciate you joining us as we get set to kick off 2020 against the Cowboys at SoFi Stadium. Darius, we're rooting for you, uh, and I, I'm glad our audience got to know you a little bit better here today. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jimmy. All right. Be well. And if you, our audience, enjoyed our conversation with Darius, please do subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when that next episode is available. We're over 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts now, which means a lot. If you're not one of those 100 plus, we'd love it if you took a moment now to let us know you're listening by rating and leaving a review. Maybe a go Rams for the season ahead. For Darius, Rudy, Jory, Tiffany, Talia, and everyone who contributed, I'm JB Long, and this is Rams Review.